0: Hello everyone and welcome to Meow Mix, of Panthers Podcast. My name is Steven. It's just me today. Jerry is out for the holidays. Um, I think he was able to watch parts of the game. Enough to get the gist, right? The Panthers lose this one 32-6 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yet another extremely disappointing effort by the team. Uh, This is, what, the fifth just massive blowout of the season, I think, for the Panthers. Um, I mean, I don't even know what to say, honestly. We've had this conversation countless times, honestly, this season. Uh, The Panthers have now lost 10 out of their last 12 games. That 3-0 start is so far behind, it shouldn't even be mentioned anymore. Uh, Matt Rule... Doesn't seem to know what he's doing, uh, honestly. Uh, He seems to have no clue what he's doing. He's playing Sam Darnold and Cam Newton now at the same time. He started Cam. Cam played, you know, most of the first half. And then Sam pretty much played all the second half. Cam didn't play well. Uh, Sam didn't play well. The offensive line played terribly. Uh, Cam was 7 of 13 for 61 yards and an interception. Pretty bad interception, honestly. Um, Bad throw, bad choice. Good defensive play. Um, Sam just looked exactly what we have expected from Sam and what we've seen from Sam all season long. Don't know what Matt Rule thinks he's going to see these last three games with Sam um, that we haven't seen all season when he's played. 15 of 32, 190, no touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, nearly had a fumble, a couple of throws that could have been intercepted, just some bad, uh, bad play, I mean, not sure what the game plan was for this game, to be completely honest, because the Panthers ran the ball a total of 15 times, and five of those were from Cam, um, one of them runs from Darnold, so, what, nine rushes from non-quarterbacks? Uh, for, let's see, 14 yards, those nine rushes. Uh, Cam went five for 42. Sam had one for 11. And other than that, Chuba six for nine. Chuba is not involved in the game plan at all, period. Uh, he had one target as well. They don't seem to believe in Chuba at all. Um, Bonifan got in late, one for four. And then Abdullah, two for one. Abdullah wasn't there a lot. Um, for some reason, I think, I mean, he, you know, he's shown to be a decent pass catching back, I guess, but you know, Chuba can catch passes every once in a while. Uh, showed a couple years ago, he was really good at catching passes. So I honestly would rather have Bonifin in there than Abdullah because Abdullah doesn't give you much running between the tackles, if anything. Um, and I think Bonifin has at least... 80 90 percent of what Abdullah has catching the ball at the backfield so would like to see more of that but honestly the running backs just weren't involved in this game plan at all we keep hearing over and over and over again we want to run the ball we want to run the ball and then you know the first 10 plays of the game i think they had seven passes three rushes and then and the score was zero to zero or three to zero with the panthers actually scoring first in this one um Which isn't a surprise. I mean, the Panthers, again, held an opponent to no touchdown on the first drive. They're the only team in the league that has done that. Uh, If they could continue that throughout the entire game, that'd be pretty great. Um, But the defense just kind of falls apart when they've been out on the field long enough because the offense can't stay out there. It's uh, a tale as old as time. It happens every single game. Uh, The Panthers in this one had... Well, ESPN is saying they had a time of possession of 3 minutes and 19 seconds for the game. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> there we go. 26 minutes, 36 seconds. So, you know, not terrible, uh, but they had the ball 6-7 minutes less than the Buccaneers, uh, which, you know, again, is pretty typical for this team. Um, but, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about Matt Rule and what his choices are here. You know, he... He started Cam. Cam played the first couple of series uh, through the interception, I think on his third series. And then Sam came in, which everyone saw that coming. Uh, Sam had a really nice completion, sort of escaping the pocket. Escaping the pocket because the O-line is terrible, as usual. will talk about Brady Christensen in a minute, but uh, Sam Darnold, Escaped the pocket, had a really nice throw to Shy Smith, who was able to run it down in, into uh, the Buccaneer side of the field, I think into the red zone. Uh, and then Cam came in and promptly did nothing with the uh, with the field position. So <clears throat> uh, probably would have liked to have seen Sam stay in there after having a huge play, a little bit of momentum. Uh, but he's pulled, and all that momentum is wasted. When you bring Cam in, uh, who I do like the idea of Cam in the red zone. This isn't an anti-Cam take. Um, But man, if you're going to run with one, just run with him. Or have the game plan to say, Sam, between the 20 and the 20, it's your game. Inside the 20, it's Cam's game. Inside the 10, it's Cam's game. Whatever the case may be, have the guys prepare like that. Imagine if Cam only had to learn, you know, inside the 10-yard line or a goal-to-go situation, third and three plays. You know, something like that, right? Plays where you just have to either get in the end zone or get the first down. That's all he has to learn. That's all he has to do. Um, I think he would have been way more effective in this season, this half season, whatever. Um, Now, of course... Because of the injuries and everything, that that was never going to happen. I understand that. But now that Sam is back, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Cam in that role, that sort of, that closer type role in the, that you'd see on a baseball field. A guy that comes in and, and puts it away. Uh, you know, not the drives, or not the game, but the drives, but the drives away. Put him in, in, uh, in the end zone. I think Cam could be really good at that role. I don't think Cam is a 60-minute starter anymore unfortunately uh just it's hard to say i mean it's really hard to say but now cam has lost what what are the panthers i should say have lost 13 games in a row that cam has started i understand the o-line is shit it's terrible uh brady christensen started at left tackle today and i thought he had an okay game Uh, he gave up some some pressure from time to time, but he certainly hasn't looked any worse than Cam Irving or Dennis Daly or Trent Scott or whoever else has had time over there on the left tackle. Um, I hope that Matt rule continues to play Brady Christensen at left tackle for the rest of the season, these last two games, because I think he has number one, earned the um, ability to give it his best shot. Number two, I think he's the best best choice on the team to play there, honestly. You know, Jerry and I talked over and over and over again about how disappointing that first day of free agency was when they went and they grabbed Pat Elfline, who's not playing anymore. Cam Irving, who, I mean, has played 50% of the season, maybe? I mean, I'd have to look, but it doesn't seem like he's been very healthy, which was a knock on him coming into this season. Um and that just didn't work out. That, that's what they did for the O-line. And they they drafted Brady Christensen in the third round. And that's pretty much all they did to this O-line, to, to improve it. Uh, it didn't work, obviously. And I don't know how you can evaluate these quarterbacks, whether it be Sam Darnold or Cam Newton, based on this season with how bad the O-line is. I mean, we've heard players say, you know, they don't think a lot of people would be successful, whether it be Tom Brady or, or Aaron Rodgers. I mean, talk about the best QBs in the league. They wouldn't be successful with this O-line or as successful. You know, I mean, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers would probably have success with the Panthers in this team, but would they be 11-4 or 12-3 and three like they are with their teams now? No. I don't think they'd be even close. They might be 500. We'd be shooting for the playoffs. Um, but obviously we don't have those guys. We have Sam Darnold who they gave up a second, a fourth and a sixth to go get. And then we've got Cam Newton who they called, uh, off the couch essentially, uh, after making several mistakes, uh, getting rid of him and bringing in several mistakes to replace him. They bring him in to replace himself, uh, ultimately. So, um, and that just hasn't worked out. Unfortunately, I love Cam. Uh, love everything he's done for the franchise and he will forever be my favorite Panther of all time. But it's just not working uh, with him for this season. Unfortunately, we hoped he'd come in and save the season. That's a lot to put on somebody who number one, doesn't know the players on this team. I mean, he, he knows DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, who played what one game with cam, um, but he hasn't played with them in a couple of years and the playbook's completely different. I don't even know if there is a playbook. Is there a playbook? I, I you know because they they go out there and I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the plan is. They threw the ball 45 times today. They ran it 15 and again, six of those were QB runs. Uh, and I don't know Sam Darnold's run wasn't planned. I'm pretty sure at least one or two of cams weren't planned either. So they just did not have any idea of how to run the ball in this game. Now, you know, Tampa Bay's got a good run defense. That doesn't mean that you just shouldn't try. You should try. You should do something. (laughs) Uh, Defensively, you know, they gave up 32 points. It's death by a thousand cuts with this defense because they start off pretty strong. Uh, and then just the game as it wears on, as field position flip-flops, because the Panthers can't do anything on offense. Uh, as, you know, a couple of good special teams plays or something happens, then the defense just wears down, and they see that the offense can't do anything. That's got to be demoralizing. And then, boom, you got 32 points dropped on you. And it didn't seem like the, the Bucks were dominant on offense, but they were. You know, 32 points. Uh, Tom Brady was 18 of 30, 232 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. You know, he looked fine. He didn't look spectacular. Uh, Of course, they were missing 60% of their offense today with Evans, um, Fournette, and Godwin. So Antonio Brown goes 10 for 100 yards. Uh, Unfortunately, he cooked Gilmore several times. And Gilmore ends up leaving the game with an injury, a groin injury, I think they said. Um, you got Cyril Grayson catches only three passes, but you know one big one, and ends up with 81 yards receiving. Gronk only one catch for 23 yards. You know, you know their running back Ronald Jones, who's basically kind of not done anything this season outside of uh, last week and then this week because of Fournette. Uh, Has a decent game. You know, he goes for 65 yards on 20 carries uh, and then a couple of catches for 16 yards. So he was okay. Kishon Vaughn, their other running back, um, had a big 55-yard run fairly early in the game and ends up seven for 70. So they end up, you know, the Bucks end up with 160 rushing yards, uh, 159 rushing yards, a couple of rushing touchdowns, and 250. What 32 I said, passing yards with a touchdown, and that's all they needed, you know. Several a uh, few field goals, what four field goals from Suck Up, and they win. Uh, conversely, for the Panthers, kind of went through a few of their stats already. But receiving wise, Shy Smith, you know, welcome to the NFL, three catches for 86 yards, and again, he had the big 63 yard catch from Sam. Um, you know, at one, one point Sam was what one for one for sixty three yards, not bad. Uh, Robbie Anderson had an okay game today, five for fifty eight. Uh, DJ was five for fifty five. Those guys combined for twenty one targets between the two of them, and only ended up with ten catches, so not great there. Uh, Tommy Trimble, you know, I think he had the first catch of the game, <clears throat> ends up with two for twenty two, and then Bonifin, two for twelve. So you know Bonifin outproduced Abdullah. Uh, on very limited snaps, so I would, I honestly would prefer to see Abdullah have that role, that backup uh, running back role next week, and honestly, like, Abdullah has been fine, but he's not been super impressive. I don't know why Matt Rule wants to play him so much. I wish that we would play Chuba more. I want to see Chuba. I want to see Chuba get 15 to 20 carries, or touches at least, you know, total touches, because we need to see if Chuba can carry the load, if he can be the three-down back, or at least the two-down back, if he can be a guy that can get 15 to 20 carries a game. Because next year, if CMC is healthy starting the season, which we hope he is, CMC is not going to be the 15 to 20 carry guy anymore. He has We have proven that he can't be that guy week in and week out. Uh, so you have to figure out what to do with, the, with CMC. Luckily, he has the skill set to be a slot receiver, a la Cooper Cup, okay? Cooper Cup's a little bigger than CMC, but I think CMC could be that in terms of production from that position. Uh, however, in order to do that, you have to have a guy that can carry the ball 15 times a game, right? Right? And if that's Chuba, great. If it's not Chuba, then you have to figure out who that's going to be next year. Because it's not going to be CMC. It better not be CMC. Come on, Matt, rule. Because obviously it sounds like you're going to be back next year, even though you shouldn't be, um, based on a Jason LaConfora report today. Don't make the same mistakes over and over and over again. That's what is killing us as a team, as a franchise, as fans. We see the same mistakes over and over and over again, the same failed plays, the same shitty clock management, calling timeouts just because you can't get the play in. I mean, we're seeing the quarterbacks going, you know, where the play, give me the play, give me the play. It's not coming in. Where is that communication breakdown? You have to figure that out. And you have to figure out the time of possession, or not the time of possession, the, uh, the time management. You have to figure out the time management. You suck at it. You suck at so many things. Tepper, why are you keeping this guy around? He's not improving. He's not showing that he's learning from his mistakes. It's going to be another press conference where he looks like he has been on a three-day bender. He's going to give those same coach-speak responses Which is fine. Coach speak is fine. I don't care about that. But, you know, run a comb through your hair. I mean, you're a professional. You you represent the franchise. This guy looks... Honestly, he looks like he has been drinking for days before he does these press conferences. And again, if he has, maybe that is a reason why things have gone the way they've gone. I don't know. But it's tough. It's tough to be a fan right now. Do I want to be doing this on my Sunday afternoon for a team that has given me nothing this season except, you know, mild depression? I really don't. It's not fun. Jerry and I started this podcast because we love the Panthers, and that hasn't changed. But I don't like them right now. I don't like Matt Rule. I don't like what David Tepper honestly has done. He's made so many decisions, you know, including hiring Matt Rule, uh, but the field turf p- decision, um, you know, signing off on on trading for Darnold. You know, you, he had to do that. He had to sign off on getting rid of Cam. Those aren't decisions that the owner doesn't get to be involved with because they're so huge decisions, and Tepper signed off on all of them. And none of them have worked the field thing. I just can't, I can't get over the field turf thing. You're a billionaire. Hire some really good field guys, change out the turf, you know, as many times as you need to, to keep it fresh. You have the money, do it. You also have the money to pay off Matt rule and bring in somebody else. You know, Josh McDaniels, Eric B enemy, um, Byron Leftwich, eh, probably not. I don't really think Byron Leftwich would be a good fit here uh, or a good head coach at all, honestly. Um, but, you know, there's several guys. There's several NFL guys, guys that have been in NFL locker rooms that have coached under great coaches like Bill Belichick, like Andy Reid, um, that are ready to take over a franchise. Josh McDaniels, you know he had one in denver imagine how much he's learned since then because the denver experiment didn't work obviously but i think you know another chance for him he's earned it look what he's done with mac jones this season i mean he's he, i think he's earned it even last year with cam and a huge part of their team on you know the covid opt outs they still almost made the playoffs They still almost went 500. Uh, So I'd like to see maybe a Josh McDaniels come in here. There's options, right? That's what we're saying. There's options. Um, Just looking real quick again at the stats here. Uh, Shaq Thompson led the team with eight tackles today. Uh, No interceptions. No sacks for the Panthers. A couple of field goals from... Lirem uh, two for two no extra points for him because we didn't score any touchdowns uh, Lachlan Edwards five punts with an average of 50 per nice bounce back game for him um, we kind of talked a little bit about the special teams for Tampa Jordan Whitehead all over the place in this game the announcers couldn't get enough of him that uh, was lovely to hear uh, seven tackles for him and they end up with what's seven sacks wow seven sacks for Tampa Bay in this game 11 QB hits um uh, was Brady christensen good I'll have to go back and, and look at some of the all 22 stuff and kind of see where where he looked good and where he didn't I know one thing the interior of the offensive line was terrible and that's where a lot of the pressure was coming from and we had a rookie you know Sam Tecklenberg at center. Even Pat Elfline is better than him at center. So that's, you know, the, the offensive line obviously should be the position of focus in the off season, the position of focus, um, a center. I've seen some folks talking about a, you know, a center who's going to go pretty high in the draft. You know, I don't know if you want to draft a center with your number one pick, but, they could say they got to be center or uh, offensive line or QB, honestly, with your first pick. Of course, the Panthers don't have a lot of picks in the draft, so they're probably going to have to turn that first pick into other picks, and you're not going to have that guy, that you know, no-brainer, top-end lineman with no question marks. You're not going to have that guy to choose from because you're not going to have your pick. You laugh or you cry, right? Uh, Third downs, I mean, you know, Carolina wasn't terrible. Seven for 18. Um, Tampa was seven for 14. Almost 400 total yards for Tampa. Um, Penalties, you know, Carolina did okay in penalties this this week. Six for 32. So not a ton of penalties. um, Only the one turnover. But they didn't force any turnovers, so they lost the turnover battle there. And against a good team, you lose a turnover battle, you lose the game more than likely. So, uh, I honestly, guys, like I said, not a ton to talk about today. We've, we've kind of seen this team. We've seen this version of this team now most of the season. And, uh, I will be happy when the season is over for the Panthers. I, I don't want to watch any more games. I'm tired of it. Um, Heroes and Zeros, you know, um, in terms of Zeros, I don't know. God, you could go with so many guys. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll give it to the head coach, to, to uh, Matt Rule. I think he deserves it probably every week. But uh, in this one, just with the we, – we saw all of his flaws in this game with the not knowing which quarterback to put out there, uh, terrible game – uh, game plan, terrible in-game clock management, time management. You know, we saw all of the, the, the total Matt Rule package was in this game. Um, so, uh, zero goes to Matt Rule. Hero, I don't know, do I even have a hero in this game? You know, Jeremy Chin looked decent out there. Um, we didn't have any sacks. We didn't have any interceptions. We didn't have any real big plays. Uh, shy smith how about that we'll give it to shy smith three catches 86 yards on four targets had the big catch that could have turned into something interesting but didn't um yeah how often does shy smith even get time out there so he's going to be the hero in this game congrats to you um other than that i don't have anything else to say so uh i hope you guys you know whoever's listening to this thanks for sticking around Um, Please like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're hearing this on Apple Podcasts, please go in and give us a five-star rating. Uh, With a review, we'll read it on the air. Um, We'll be back sometime this week. You know, we may come back a little early and let Jerry talk about his thoughts of the game. If not, then we'll be back on Friday, our usual time for the preview of the Saints game. Until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. Thank you.